Elizabeth Loving, welcome to Friday. Yay, I'm so <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> you know, actually, I don't live for the weekends, so I don't know if other, I, I, is that still a thing? Do people, I mean, well, in the time of COVID, I really don't know if people live for the weekends, but. During COVID, all, all bets are off. There's no difference between a Saturday and a Wednesday. Exactly. Although you go to an office and I go to an office, so maybe it's a little different. But now it's a little different. We're we're on the tail end of COVID. It's not gone, but right. we're not in the throes of it anymore. But what I was saying, but in fairness, I never believed in 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 like working for the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. It never it never fit me. I, I I work in in ways that I like to work, in jobs that I like, in ways that my my weekday and my weekend. You know, I think I work every day. I think I work seven days a week and I don't feel bad about it because I like what I do. Yeah. But I agree. I mean, I know I work every day. Some days I like what I do a lot more than other days, but fair enough. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, there's, especially I think in just kind of what we do, and I'm sure in every line of business, but things happen on, still happen on the weekends and, I think for me, it's just a matter of how I'm focusing my time. So I'm not as, you know, when I'm at work, I'm basically a hundred percent focused on work and on the weekends, I would say it's maybe 70, 70% on home stuff and my, the other half of my life and 30% is work. Okay. But you still pop into the, to the work part of your life. Oh yeah. And they all seem to be very connected. I mean, right. So work kind of fuels my life right that's I enjoy it and then it's also how I'm able to sustain my life my lifestyle and all those types of things so I (laughs) you know I I like to keep up with it and I also don't like to just like pile things up on Monday and I can't imagine what that's like yeah yeah that's I think that's that's fair I think for me is that I actually I think it's because I enjoy and you're right I enjoy some days I enjoy it more but as a general proposition I think I like my life and I don't think of my, I think of my work as part of my life. And so therefore Mm -hmm. I want to do, I want to live my life every day. And so my work is part of that. And as a result, it all kind of bleeds together. Yeah. I do agree with that, especially the, I mean, obviously I'm a very big people person and so are you, but that's part of my job. I, I get, I do have a lot of paperwork as do you being an attorney and all, <laughs> but, well, maybe, but, maybe, I mean, but, maybe, but you, you, maybe I hate people. <laughs> maybe if you're, you're a really good faker. If that's, the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I like, I like, I like personal connections. I don't yeah. like, um, um, what I don't like is I don't like office politics. I don't no. get that. Um, I really don't. I am, um, I, I, I run contrary to office politics. Mm-hmm. So it is not my, uh, it is not part of, of who I am. And so people who are good at office politics could probably run roughshod over me if, it, if, it, if I worked in a place where that was um, important. Mm, so, yeah. Uh, I try very carefully to make sure that that's not, that's not part of my existence because that's not going to, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think you made a good point. It's um, if you worked in a place where that exists, because I'm sitting here thinking 
about my workplace. I'm like, office politics, office politics. I mean, there's politics everywhere, but I don't think, I don't think I have it either really at work. I mean, we've got, there's always political dynamics, but it's not like working in a giant company that's going to have some serious um, office politics to navigate. I don't have time for that. (laughs) No. But even in those, I, I mean, I could, you could put me in the largest corporation there could be, and I don't think it would change who, how I functioned. It might change how I was perceived, but I think I would just go my, I, I would just go my way. I yeah. would just go and, you know, at the end of the day, my goals are on behalf of, of the company that I'm working for, that I'm working with. I want to see them succeed i treat every dollar as if it were my own i mm-hmm. you know i work to establish the best the, the best answer that there can be for you know for my company for my client for whatever it is and so that is how um that is how i function and i'm not sitting there and balancing well this makes me look better or this is or this is how i build my fiefdom or any of those <sighs> kinds of things i don't i don't i just i struggle with those yeah, I don't understand that. To me, it seems like you you end up expending m- more energy to um, try and trim the system, right, or to to curb the system to your advantage than you would if you just like per- pursued a positive end goal, which is the best results for the clients or the company. And just go after that, and everything along the way will kind of work itself out. But if you're looking for shortcuts to make a couple extra dollars here and there or get yourself ahead of someone else in line. I think that just is a longer, more destructive way to not reach the goal. <laughs> I know a lot of people who worry about title, um, which always, that's another one that surprises me. I'm not a, I'm not a titles guy. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. who knows me knows my favorite title that I, that I proudly display and use is chief cook and bottle washer. Uh, <laughs> Because yeah. I am, the, I am the chief cook and bottle washer of corporate thought, and that gives me great joy because it means I do everything from, you know, I, I you know I cook the meal, I steal, the, I steer the ship, and uh, and I do the dishes afterwards. Yeah, I like that. You know, and, I, and, but that's what look. You know, you had to be willing to roll up the sleeve and and do it. I, you know, I worked with someone once who said to their staff at one point, you need to think of me as the doctor and you're the nurses and the doctor doesn't do the nurse's work. And that bothered me that, first of all, I think it created major issues within his team. Mm. But on top of that, you know, this is, you know, we could probably pull out like Simon Sinek or someone else talking about eaters eat last, Mm. but, you know, just overall speaking, it's, um, that is just that is that is the antithesis of what I'm thinking about when I think about a 21st century leader, right? You have to be willing yeah. to rope your sleeves and pitch in and do the work. Do anything. Right. Everyone's got to be willing to do any part of any job. Uh, absolutely. Some people might yeah. do better at might, might be better at the job than others, but everyone sure. has to be willing to do what what what's what is required to get the job done. Yeah, well, I think that's part of what why teams are successful and what makes it successful team is you have a group of uh, individuals who work well together, but they also complement each other's strengths and weaknesses. Right. Right. I'm not going to be the whiz on Excel. I mean, I can use it, but 
understanding all of the formulas and being very analytical, those aren't, those aren't my strong suits. So I have team members that can complement that, you yeah. know, and I think that's, you know, being self-aware, recognizing what, what I'm good at, what I'm could improve upon and then finding, you know, leaning on my team and recognizing what they're good at. Well, likewise, that, no, that's absolutely, that is absolutely, um, the, the truth. Um, but I still think there's a lot of sort of old style out there. And oh, like yeah. I said, people who like they're concerned about their title or they're concerned. About, I mean, look, I, I want people to be recognized for the effort that they make, but maybe we need to move away. I've thought about this. I, I'm, I'm interested in these new companies that use creative titles, which is one reason why I use chief cook and bottle washer, because maybe we need to move away from hierarchical type titles or people like striving mm-hmm. like i mean if it makes you feel good okay great whatever whatever, whatever rocks your boat right but i always have yes. taken the position that you know that uh the influence that i have over the business and the support i give to the business and having business leaders listen to the advice uh that that i dispense is far more important than what than if i were to have a corner office or if I were to mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, or what have you. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm not into titles, especially because they're so arbitrary. You, a director, a vice president. I mean, what? I don't even know what any of that means. Yeah. You know, like if they're senior in front of something, all right, I could put that together. You're senior to someone or something. <laughs> or you're old. <laughs> right. Or you're old <laughs> or junior, vice versa. You're below someone or you're young. I mean... Ooh, who knows what it means? And I, yeah, I, I too, I totally agree. I'm, it's far more important to me to have my advice, my ideas considered as, you know, by business leaders, by my colleagues, than it is for me to have uh, whatever my title is after my name. Right, I would so- re- remove it from everything if I could. So in a perfect world, do you have, do you have like a, do you have a title you want to be called? I mean, I call you E-Love, but does, is there a title that you want to be called? Her Majesty. Ah, okay. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. I want to know. I want to know like in, in the, in the, in the, in the perfect scenario, what are you President, 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 no, I, I don't know. I'm, I, when I check into hotels, I always put a different title because it asks me what my titles are when I'm trying to register online to check in and I'll put like president or <laughs> or her majesty HRH <laughs> I thought maybe you just change your name that's even better like you're gonna start being like a like a you're gonna be like a rock star and you're not gonna you know you gotta, you gotta check in on their fictitious name oh I've never thought about that what I would check in under so you should. No, do. I don't know. I've never. I like that, that idea. Thought. I think that's gonna be like the new, the new, the new goal. And when you show up and they're like, "But your credit card says no." Shh, can't tell you. And they make it sound like you're like, you know. Then they're gonna be like, you know, as soon as you walk away, as soon as you check in and walk away, they're gonna grab their phone and start googling you. Yes, and they are gonna be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how brilliant would that be? I'm gonna try it. Actually, Next time they, I... <laughs> now I'm now I'm thinking now I've got this idea that I got to create this this fictitious identity and then I got to go so far as to make a website dedicated to it full of all of the movies that I haven't been in <laughs> or the albums that I haven't really recorded. <laughs> like 
catfishing the hotel, uh, the receptionist at the hotel or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it. Yeah, I'm gonna check in under uh, under Bambi, Bambi's mom. What? <laughs> Oh. I just think that could be. I don't know why. I just. That, that, I feel that. like the hotel may give it away. It depends on where you're checking in. If it's like a Holiday Inn Express, they're probably going to know you're full of it. Yeah, well, that that that's the first mistake. What are you doing, Sadie? I know. I mean, I know you think you're going to see. You know, you know, you a doctor know what I said in the Holiday Inn Express last night. No, but you know, we got to we got to up your caliber of properties. Hey, I, I um. When was the last time I stayed in Holiday Inn Express? In Denver, and it was really nice. And it was actually really nice. it was brand new. But sometimes, you know, real estate's all over the country, and not every market is very glamorous. So, you just by the way, this this show is not brought stay. to you. This show <laughs> is not brought to you by um how by uh, uh Holiday Inn. So uh, that <laughs> may be something that we have to uh, take and keep in mind as a, mm. as one of the potentials. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> So, by the way, if you are, if, if, if anyone from who owns, I don't remember who owns, uh, IHG, if anyone from IHG is listening, we're always willing to, uh, to accept um, uh, some sponsorship. And yeah, we'll, happy to, happy to review your hotels. And make great I'm ads a- on behalf of, uh, yeah. Well, they bought, yeah. you know, they did buy, um, this is funny, but they did buy my favorite chain. They bought, um, they bought Kimpton. And I'm, I am truly, again, n- no sponsorship dollars here. I am a, I am a big fan of the Kimptons. They mm-hmm. always have good little restaurants attached. They have, each one of them is, is unique, which I like the, the uniqueness of each property. And yeah. that's what, uh, and that, and that drives me to want to stay. Um, back when they were independent, they used to give you, if you needed a pet, they gave you a goldfish to bring to your room. That's amazing. Yeah. I thought it was clever. That is clever. I love that. I oh, mean, it's I mean, not like a dog, but it'll work. No, but you, they're, they're pet friendly, their hotels. There was a lot about them. They were, no, they were very smart. I've checked in there because in your, in your profile, they had your birthday. I've checked in there where there's been like a, like a gift, like a bottle of wine or a plate of cookies, once a cake, like a small little cake sitting in my room with a candle in it. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I birthday. wonder if they still do that. That's so cool. Yeah, they, they, they should were, still do that. You know, it's very much about that that customer experience. And, you know, it actually makes me go back to that book that we had that um, we've talked about now several times, but that delivering happiness. Mm-hmm. But that idea about the um, about the uh, um, delivering that level of, of, of service and happiness is uh, is huge. Yeah. Well, and it, it's supply. Like, listen, you're talking about Kimpton. I, I mean, you're basically pimping out that product. It sounds amazing. I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here thinking, where's that Kimpton that I'm that I know <laughs> of that I could go and stay at or eat at that restaurant? I mean, that's not what my mind is going to right now. Mm-hmm. So just those small touches. It doesn't cost the business anything, and it makes a huge impact on consumers on us. No, it does. It has. A, it, it really has uh, an impact on. Uh, but this is what you want. You want the kind of fans who will, you know, ba- basically pimp your brand, right? Mm-hmm. You want those true fans. I don't talk about like those those brand ambassadors who are getting necessarily paid to do it, but the people who truly um, are 
just so wowed by what you offer that you're building that you're building fans out of out of your customer base. Yeah, that's what you want. A brand ambassador. Now they're getting paid. Their opinion is not as valuable as just somebody, some colleague, you know, or a friend recommending a place to me. That's right? the best kind of recommendation you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A referral. Do you ever, so do you, do you ever use like, um, like Yelp or anything like that? Yes. Okay. Do you, so maybe this is me cause I'm a nut job. Uh, I fully admit it. Um, there are times when I start like, like these reviews are too good. So I try to look to see, especially if they're the same words, then I'm like, oh, so they just like somebody that they're used having all their friends where they wrote it for them and they told them to cut and paste. Like I pay attention. I, I like to read the really worst cases to see what they said. Mm-hmm. And then I like to read some of the good ones, but uh, you know, I don't just take the first couple and go with that. I'm, I'm like, um, I'm a little bizarre that way. I, I did no, definitely with you. It depends on what I'm looking up a review for, but Usually I read, I like to read the best and the worst. And I do pay attention for language and grammar. There was a whole podcast I listened to on uh, Planet Money, an NPR economics podcast. And they did a whole thing on fake uh, Amazon and Yelp reviews and bots or something that write them. I'm not quite sure. The technology was above me. you yep i did hello yeah so we are back and uh don't know how that's going to turn out, but because this is the most raw show and there's no careful editing, so whatever this thing sounds like in the end, we apologize in advance to you, our audience. Um, but there was a little bit of, I thought it was you, Elizabeth, you disappeared. I riffed for a moment, but I have no idea what this is going to sound like. That's funny. I was talking too, so who knows? Well, there you go. One of us is going <laughs> to... And then I was quiet for a while. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> Why is Mark not talking? He doesn't know yeah. how to shut his mouth. <laughs> no, that's hence the name of this show. I mean, he talks for 31 minutes because he can't ever shut up. <laughs> right. Are you sure you need me? <laughs> Always need you. Everyone, everyone needs a little you love in their life. I hope so. <laughs> okay, there you go. I think we got to start branding this. We're going to turn this into a whole separate brand. Corporate oh. Thought presents E-Love. President E-Love. President E-Love, <laughs> a.k.a. Bambi's mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, what was Bambi? Cause, so, because you brought this up, and because I'm like, I'm, I'm, what was Bambi's, Bambi's mom's name? Does she have a name? Do I have to get the Google machine out? I, no, I don't know. She wasn't there for very long. Oh, you're gonna have to Google it. You think I actually have ever seen Bambi? I would hope so. I don't Everyone's know. Everyone's seen Bambi. Oh, wait. So, Ina 
but Ina is said to be her sister, though some sources say that Ina is actually her cousin. Still don't understand if that's who, I don't know enough about, about, about Bambi or any I mean, of the other characters. Bambi's mom is only in the movie for like 30 seconds and then she's shot by okay. a hunter. It's very sad for a child. Bambi's it's one of those things that sticks with you. Oh no! Okay, so first of all, I didn't know that Bambi was a was a boy. So that's, there you go. Bambi's mother is the mate of the great prince and the mother to their only son, Bambi. And her name is apparently Ina. So there you go. Excellent. Well, okay. if I checked into a hotel with the name Ina, no one would ever connect that back to Bambi. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a little bit more afraid that there's actually a whole website devoted to it's the Bambi Wiki, and it's all devoted to the fan to the to the fans of Bambi. Well, there's like a wiki page for everything now. Okay, I'm not like I'm not talking about like I'm on Wikipedia. I'm like on this like you know this Bambi site. Oh, you know, that well, alone would make me think it's something else, but it's not. It's truly about the, you know, I'm sure Disney has tried to shut it down, but maybe not. So that's the other thing is, honestly, you talk, you're talking about fans, talking about building, building a fan in a customer, right? So when, so when you have such something so beloved that they've created pages dedicated to Bambi's mom, who's in this movie for five seconds, as you pointed out, then that's that's some level of 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 building a fan of build, so you want to do that to your business. So that's goals. Business goals to get a wiki page about my business. Where people are actually dissecting <laughs> what you're wearing on different days and you know, really getting into the into mm. the I mean, I, I don't know, maybe that's creepy and weird. It is, yeah. Is it? Okay. So yeah, I no. mean I I yeah, I think so. I mean I don't know. I don't think what people wear is that usually that interesting although clearly fashion is thing so it must be interesting there's some brilliant designers and things out there so who am i to talk well i love yeah yeah that's what i've always wanted to know i mean these these are the these are the interesting things that occupy my brain yeah you got a lot going on in there You know, I think you're dry. You're just way, you're way dry. You don't, you know, you don't, you don't tolerate any of my bullshit. <laughs> I don't mind it. You don't mind it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's good. It makes for good conversation. You you can really spew the bullshit out of here and keep these wheels turning. Yeah. It's great. You can start coming up with all sorts of ideas, which yeah. is why I said we, you know, anyone who hasn't figured it out yet, we never script these shows. We just get on and talk and whatever is, Whatever's uh, the the thought process of the day, is 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 what we put mm-hmm. out there. And and I have been thinking, uh, what we're reading Switch. Yes. And oh, you want you want to actually know. get to the book that we're reading at the no, moment? No, well, mostly I just want to say because it hasn't like spurred any real mind blowing thoughts for me. I mean, I haven't. Uh, first of all, it started off exactly like the other book that we. Um, the doohick book. Yeah, Power which I, they basically but, but, were... but I thought that was a little bit better, honestly. Yeah, it was. But I just haven't been, I don't know, inspired by it. So I haven't felt like a real urge to talk about it except to make this point right now. <laughs> okay, which is? I don't like it that much so far. 
I think just be, maybe be, it's too similar to the power of habit. And so, and I think the power of habit was better. Yeah. I'm not. And so maybe I'm just not ready to receive that information that it's sharing. It's anyway. No, I, I, I don't disagree. <sighs> and yet it was a very popular book. It was that on the bestseller list for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. It has that, It you know, uh, I do understand that change can be hard and I do think that the scariness factor, but it's not, um, yeah, it is not the book that, that, uh, seemed to give me, and I don't know, I, I want to, I don't know when this book was written. I mean, I know it's got some age on it now. It's not a, it's not a brand new book, but maybe it's one of those books that doesn't stand the test of time. Well, it's not that, I think it was like 2010 or something. It's not that old. Or maybe I'm thinking of Power of Habit. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Power of Habit I I mean, think, is newer than Switch, but okay. I could be wrong. I, I'm, I'm, you know, you now have me digging because we're because we are talking about this book and we're reading this book. So if I could figure out when the book was written, it up. Oh, look at you. We are approaching its 11th anniversary, ah. uh, February 10, 2010. Oh. Okay, so I did read that at the beginning. It made some reference to 2010. Gotcha. But, at the beginning but honestly, of the does, does, does a, does, does a, you know, if books don't last for, if 11 years later, we're going, eh, it's all right. Eh, not so great. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if it's just too similar to the uh, power of habit. I mean, they literally started the exact same way with the two, the same two case studies. Yeah. So, which is why I thought it would be interesting to read it right after, but maybe that's the problem is that it gets like, okay, how, how much habit, how much habit forming stuff do we need to talk about? Right. I mean, I'm going to finish it or try really hard, but that's, this is, as I've gotten further into it, I'm just not as, um, as taken. inspired. Yeah. As taken. Yeah. It's yeah. But it, you know, what's interesting is I actually, um, uh, started, there was something about like the gamification and things of habits that I got out of like reading the power of habit and other things that I downloaded Mm -hmm. an app to, and that lets you set up different habit tracking. So I am now tracking six habits and, and it's working. Really? Okay. What is this app thing called? No, you don't have to tell me on this if you don't. Oh, okay. Again, I'm just giving. I'm I'm just giving everybody uh, kudos today for the and, and I pay for yeah. all this stuff. Um, it is called um, Streaks. Okay. And I'm tracking six habits. Most of them, they're not too hard for me, but they are. They are making. They're forcing me into a little bit of routine, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, some of them are not such a big deal because I do them every day anyway. But I will say that there are days that I forget to take my vitamins or I like, I try to take them in the morning and then like the day goes by. I'm like, Oh, I never took that. So now because I see it first thing in the morning, I do it. And the same mm-hmm. thing is I often would floss my teeth at night and I'm not going to say I didn't miss days or even do it every day. I wasn't exactly like my dentist might get that mad at me, but I'm not going to say I was probably the world's best flosser in terms of making it like a, like a, something I did every single morning. And now I do it every single morning just so I can press the button on my app. Yeah. I mean, Isn't it's little weird? things like that. But it works. I w- it does work. 
Okay, so Peloton, I don't have a Peloton, but I do have the Peloton app. And <laughs> so what do you pretend to ride a bike? What does the Peloton no, a- app do for you if you don't have the if you don't have the Peloton? It has other exercise stuff on there and then okay. also have a regular stationary bike that I just I just have any digital a, stuff, so just, I just pretend. I just turn my knob, and I'm like, yeah, that seems hard enough. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and it's got, like, cardio and other yeah. stuff on there, too. Right. And um, But what they do in there, like, you can go and review your workout, and it'll show you your streak. You know, how many workouts you've done in a row, and what's the, the longest um, amount you've gone without, I guess, missing a day. I don't work out every day. Mm. But somehow it's it's tracking that and it, it, there is something satisfied it puts like a big old dot on your calendar and it tells you the number of workouts you've done and i don't know I love it, it makes me feel better no this is good they're they are tapping into that that's exactly right that's mm-hmm. very cool yeah so you see even with a little technical difficulties we got through another conversation we learned a little bit more you now know my dental habits and uh i know your workout habits that's right i'm a- and, <laughs> and and I need to and I need to and I need to call you your royal highness. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's how we should start this off. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, have a great weekend. And see you too, Mark. Elizabeth, E love. Talk to you later. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> okay.